With a closer look at the news and events affecting Prince George, welcome to After 9 on 93.1 CFIS-FM. Well, it is After 9 with your host, uh, Derek Guest, that's me, also Reg Fair in the house. We're just getting organized here. We've got some uh, students that are working the board, um, and I'm just going to hammer on them. you got to show up on time, bro. Radio starts at 9. you got to be here. you got to get prepped. you got to get ready. <laughs> I'm just trying to be the adult in the situation. Adult, right? you're trying to adult. <laughs> Good luck with that. It's not like me to be the adult. Did we talk about adulting last year and last week? I don't think so. I'm not there's that ad that's running where there's this lady laying on the kitchen floor, and the announcer says, "Are you done ad- ad- adulting for today?" Yeah, so, and she says, yeah, I'm, "I'm done adulting for the day." <laughs> well, what was the ad for? Alcohol. What? Well, that's the funny thing. I don't even remember what the ad was for. Yeah, you just some service or something that makes Adulting life easier. Yeah, it is hard. I well, mean, and and I realized, you know, that's that's what being a a manager or yeah. a boss is is it's you are an adult at home and then you got to go to work and adult again. You don't get a break from doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's very yeah, you're the guy making all the decisions. Blah blah blah. Yep, it can be exhausting. It is exhausting. But here we are, Wednesday morning. Oh, yeah, say that. and uh, beautiful day. Had a big Blue ton sky. of snow, and now it's nice and sunny out. See, that's we, what that's what winter's supposed to look like. In Prince is, George, we are winter in Prince George. But honestly, can we complain? Even if even worst case scenario, we're going to be at what six weeks of winter, eight weeks of winter. Big deal. Well, well, this year it was is even less. Yeah, that's what I mean. Because less, we yeah, didn't. I, yeah. This is the first real big exactly snow we've had to deal with. I count on March fifteenth as kind of the the, the line for for winter kind of st- ending or, or keeping oh, yeah. going a little bit. Yeah, that's my Groundhog Day. <laughs> <laughs> but we've been March super 15th. lucky. And kudos to to the streets out there. Uh, streets the are crews. good. Crews have been working hard. Yeah, they're working away. Yep, it's a lot to get rid Some of out there. A good timing last night. The the they predicted the snow would end. Nine ten o'clock last yep. night. It, it ended a little bit early, and I got home around the time it ended and shoveled the walk, it and it's good. still good. So yeah. I, I have noticed PG drivers. Some of you have not slowed down. Um, I guess. Oh, I'm and yeah, now, that's the, the <laughs> quite often when it's snow like this. Yeah, it's not a big deal because it just blows away when you're driving along. Yeah, uh, that didn't happen. No, no. There's a not. lot of compact snow and not ice even that. Just the ice, the time to cross yeah. through intersections. Everything takes a bit longer, people. So slow and on down. Wave to your folks. You know, th- you just brought up a beef I have Uh-oh. that I've never actually mentioned. Oh. The intersection of of uh, Victoria Street yes. and Fifteenth Avenue. Right. On off hours, it's traffic controlled. So if you're on 15th and you pull up to that intersection, the light will change, and then you'll be able to go. Sensor otherwise, it's otherwise road. yeah. Otherwise, yep. it's just straight right. through for Victoria Street, right? But it gives you no time. <laughs> this well, it, the light changes, and and when it's when the conditions are like this yeah. and it's slick, by the time you get going. The light starts oh, to I turn again. Yeah. And you're <laughs> like, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> I just got going here. I'm not <laughs> with spinning wheels. Yeah, I mean it's it's not super dangerous because everyone stopped anyway. Yeah. But I'm thinking they they really need to give you a little more time, yeah. and it's a large intersection to begin with. Oh yeah, right? by the time you get going, you're halfway. Yeah. halfway as a you're block, not even. You're, yeah, you're halfway across the intersection. Yeah, you're just getting going. So, Come so on, just take go, it take go, it easy go. out there, folks. And we've got it. We've got an excellent guest coming in at nine thirty. Reg, yes. Constable, corporal, we got to clear this up. Jennifer Cooper, I, our, I think she's 
constable. I'm going to go with constable. That sounds more more efficient. Does or it? more Corporal. official. I don't know what's actually after. yesterday or the other day when I was talking to Alan, he said he said uh, corporal. I think. Okay, we'll go with that. But we'll find out. No, we'll anyway, find out. So yeah, a lot of people in town from out of town right now. BC Resource Forum. Yes, and very happening. I, I noticed. Uh, I catch the bus, the fifteen down to work in the morning, and uh, go. We going by. What's the name of that breakfast place on Victoria now? Oh, used to be uh, Abby's, Arby's, uh, E.B. Oh, Aubrey's. Aubrey's. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Going by Aubrey's, and the place was pretty much Very packed. good. Very good <laughs> breakfast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So more than normal were there yeah. because that's where all the people from out of town for the resource forum are hanging out is those hotels yeah. in that area. So, yeah, a lot of people in there having breakfast this morning. Is, is the seven. actual premier in town? I saw uh, he did a presentation. Well, I believe he, he will be. I don't know if he is right now. I thought I saw an announcement. I was just going to talk about it real quickly. A big $36 billion investment um, announced by Premier EB. Right. Is that the right way to say it? I don't even know. Yeah, EB. Yeah, EB. Uh, investment over the next 10 years in um, in alternative energy sources and increasing our, our energy efficiency and producing more energy right. and so on and so yeah. on. So. That's a, they're saying approximately ten to fifteen thousand dollars, or ten to fifteen thousand um, jobs over the course of that. It's a lot of jobs around town. Yeah, well, not all of Prince George. No, no, uh, across. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Across the province, yeah, across BC. So an upgrade, but I haven't had any problems. They had. I know that there was uh, a rolling, not a rolling, but they had a. I was listening to Edmonton radio the other day, and then an emergency broadcast came on to cut your power. Oh, we are at we are at levels of losing power. And oh, really? Yeah, just with all the cars plugged in, heaters, wow. running through Alberta. So then, of course, all the follow-up mm-hmm. um, outrage on that is the grid system, the you know alternative powers. Everybody's jumping in. We need more wind power. We need nuclear power. What? Blah blah blah. But we haven't had any problems in BC, as far right. as I see. So, okay. so congrats to the BC government. Yeah, no doubt. Good on them. Good on so him. now, not just the BC Energy Forum or Resource Forum, Resource Forum, uh, which is on right now. Correct. It started yesterday, wraps up tomorrow. Sixteen. Uh, by the way, this show tomorrow morning will be live from the Ooh. BC Resource Forum. Exciting. Uh, yeah, Trudy Clausen is there all all three days, yeah. and she mentioned she'd need a uh, someone to cover for her, and I said, well. We could actually do the sh- the show from the forum. Yeah, so she's going to line up some guests, and oh, that's that'll exciting. be kind of cool. Yeah, is it off topic? I like to drag things on, Reg. You like to move on. I like to delve into things. I like mm-hmm. to know things. Mm-hmm. What's involved in taking the radio show over to the resource forum? Is it we pack have, up a computer these days? You're on air. What's what's the deal? Well, we have a little box that we plug microphones into, and then yeah, we have a computer so that we can see what's what the computer here is doing yeah uh that's basically it's it. pretty easy for you you know, it's not yeah it's it's fairly easy yeah if everything's working <laughs> if everything assuming you get there we, we need a phone oh we need a phone line that's yeah. the other thing so, an actual phone line you yes. can't do wi-fi well there's technology there that would enable us to do that gotcha. but we haven't gotten to that point Got and gotcha. i'm still a little leery about that um because with wi-fi you get a little bit of a delay For so sure. then then you've got these interruptions that i, I mean there's still a bit of a delay 
uh, over the phone, but it's ever so slight that nobody would notice, right? Yeah, yeah. But so if you sure. happen to be down at Civic Center tomorrow, stop in and say hi to Reg and enter. Well, it. we'll be up in a in a room that's oh, kind of off. Where you're up. I got yeah, you. and then guests will be coming in. So yeah, we won't be front and center. Oh, too bad. Anyway, uh, that's yesterday, today, t- tomorrow, okay. starting Friday. There's a big uh, provincial slash national event out at the Nordic Ski Trails. Right. So just going right on with a whole bunch of... And and some of those skiers are probably already in town because you want to get those practice runs in, get learn the trails, get ready before the actual competition starts, right? I know that they've put a ton of upgrades into the center, uh, worked on the trails. They've Mm -hmm. been prepping for this for quite some time. They've had a a number of uh, pre-events. Getting, getting ready for everything. Well, this isn't the big Paranordic. Oh, okay. The, this isn't the big world one. This is uh, one of uh, a couple of... They've got two or three. Yeah, well, one is an ongoing event. Right. They have two actual weekends where they've got some uh, fairly prominent events going yeah. on before they get to the Paralympic Worlds, which is coming up in March. So, But perfect timing for uh, the snow. Yeah, the snow is perfect And for they're them. probably out there grooming the heck out of those trails, making yeah. sure they're all in, in pristine shape. But can you imagine being out right now on the ski trail with the sun shining, the first oh, snow, yeah. and just be like, oh, this is great. This is if, it wasn't, if it wasn't for the fact that I'm in the fitness protection program, it'd be uh-huh. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> we avoid fitness at all costs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> when uh, I was 12 or 13. Hmm. Maybe 14. I got a set of cross-country skis for Christmas, and I was big into it for a year. Mm-hmm. I had to go places around my house that I could walk to, though, so I'd be right. doing it up and down the street when the snow was <laughs> when the yeah. snow was uh, the right conditions. Or I'd drag them up to – I lived close to a golf course, and I could kind of go around the golf mm, course yes. a little bit. And, yeah. and I did that for a little bit, but, man, it's hard. It is. Holy. It's, it's a workout. And especially when you first started, and yeah. I have no clue on – Wax. <laughs> so yeah, I was just spinning yeah. my wheels in a lot of cases. Well, yeah, not the, going anywhere. <laughs> last time I went cross country skiing, it was out at the Oddway ski trails and uh, rentals. So the wax was good and Hopefully everything done for you. Yeah. And I and I went out and going along. And there's a huge difference between cross country and downhill. Downhill, if you get to the top of a hill and you're not feeling you know super energetic anymore well you just coast down right, and, just and call it a day easily cross country if you're out the end of a trail and you're bagged <laughs> you've, you've had enough well you still have to get back you to get the down the hill and you got yeah. you still have to you still have to hoof it back to the so lodge you, there's so, a lot of planning that goes into it so that that happened where i yeah. was going oh man i got I, I think i i think i'm done for the day is and there yeah, a snowmobile still had, i can call no yeah, unfortunately not so what, so, so, so the a, bottom line is lots of people in town put on a happy face prince george if you see people say yeah. hi be nice to everybody and and spread the good word and, and slow down absolutely yeah a lot more pedestrians in the downtown area totally. as well yeah. because they're walking from their hotel rooms yeah, I drove to through, the um, Civic the, Center, the plaza on the way here. And yeah. yeah it, was, it was very, very Quite busy. a few. Quite yeah, a few absolutely. people. Okay. So, lots going on. Uh, what else do you have to chat about? Well, do we got time to get into the Oilers for five minutes? Well, let's uh, let's you know talk NHL hockey. Okay, let's do so, it. So, uh, this, I forgot to do this last week and that was uh, take a look at the Canadian-based teams, what they've done in the last 10 games. Oh, who's hot, who's not. This is an excellent number for the So here we go. Uh, <laughs> the Leafs are 4-4-2. Four, four, so again, just slogging along. Slogging and along. They're, they're still 
don't know what's wrong with the Leafs. That's all the I headlines, know what's wrong with the Leafs. Right? They've got excellent defense. They don't focus on or excellent offense. They don't focus on yeah, defense. Yeah, well, they got no uh, Montreal Canadiens still not doing too well. Uh, three, five, and two in their last ten. The Ottawa Senators three and seven, so they're they're and, spinning. And I, I, I watched the Hockey Night in Canada game a couple of weeks back with Ottawa, and I'm watching this going, thinking. Who are these guys? <laughs> it does. They don't look like an NHL yeah, team. Really, there's there. There's no set plan to break out of their own zone. Yeah. it's just scrambling constantly, and, I, and it's just sort of like, well, wow. It's no wonder they can't that win explains. games. They have, yeah. yeah, they're they just look terrible, and needless to say, they lost. Uh, okay, so that's the. Uh, Eastern teams in the West. Oh, Winnipeg powerhouse. Winnipeg yep. nine and one. Nine and one. Look at them go. Uh, let's see. That's the only team in that division. Oh, the Canucks still chugging along at their usual seven and two, seven, two and yep. one in the last ten. So you know that's normal. Not bad. Uh, and Calgary is also coming seven and three. Yep. So they've kind of caught fire. Fire, so flames. to speak. Yeah. But you, you missed one there, Rich. What? <laughs> yeah. I missed a team. Yeah, the, uh, the, oh, here oh, we are. Right. The Edmonton Oilers. Ah, they're doing okay. 11 they're, and 0. They're doing, I know. Well, they're not 11 and 0 in their last 10. Yeah, well, I know, but I was just dragging it on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shooting for shooting for 12 yeah, on 11 on straight wins. Yeah. Now, now what? One thing that got brought up uh recently when the, when they tied the record which I think was 9 yes. previously, then someone said they were surprised that it was only a nine. And then I'm thinking, well, hold it. Was it a nine-game winning streak that they tied, or was it a nine-game undefeated winning. streak? So that, that's why See? it seems short. And and it does seem short, but right. you got to remember, no back in the day, exactly. there was ties. They didn't have they didn't And have now wins. they don't have yeah. ties. So uh, how many of those 10 win or 11 wins or those nine wins to yeah. uh, get to the record were overtime wins there or were, shooter there were two wins. or three yeah that's fine but so in the olden days those would have been ties and that would have ended that would have ended the win streak Let right talk. so what i'm saying is that you need the asterisk there there's saying, no asterisk that's why well, it's, sure you do no that's yeah. why it's win streak not undefeated streak no no i know the undefeated streak is about 30 games 34 games everything everything since they did the whole overtime shootout thing you got to have an asterisk no on because it. everybody's on the same playing field since then so since they've no, come into right, but when you're talking you're about team team records, is what I'm talking about because you can't compare this team record to the nine straight wins because back then it was nine regulation wins. It wasn't no, but no, but you're you're missing the point that the no. nine straight wins was also in the same era. It was after the playoffs. It was it was that team, but with the overtime. It, it was with the old. Yes, oh, okay. I'm, I'm sure. Oh, I thought no, I thought it was back in the 80s. I'm going to double check okay. that then. Double check. Anyway, right. Regardless, regardless, don't don't denigrate the Oilers. Don't poo poo the. They're, they're playing don't great. Don't poo poo the eleven. That's not really. And, and on, a, on a fun side note, I'm uh, actually heading to Calgary for Battle of Alberta on Saturday night. So oh wow! I'm excited about that. Hopefully that I, should be good because, like you say, yeah, Calgary's kind of picked Calgary's up. Calgary's playing well. Pulled well, up um, their socks, started yep. to win some games. They're actually looking okay. Yeah. I only watched the highlights. Um, but Markstrom I mean, is, is certainly helping. Yeah, that and good. that's, well, last game I saw was, uh, was it Vlad, v- Vladar? Vladar. Vladar. Dan Vladar. Vladar and, yeah. And Nett, but, yeah. Okay. Anyway. 
Awesome. Well, I'm excited about that. Orders are playing well. Lots going on. Going to take a quick break, and uh, we'll be right back. Hey, friends. Dylan Stone here from the Country Gold Mine. Have you ever dreamt of going to Nashville and making the rounds from Tootsie's to the Bluebird Cafe to the Grand Ole Opry? Well, let us take you down Music Row, and you can live the honky-tonk lifestyle with us every Friday night right here on CFIS 93.1 FM. Brought to you by Darren Guest at Northland Dodge, the country gold mine, Friday nights from 8 to 10, here on 93.1 CFIS-FM. Eat healthy and fresh at Homesteader Meats, founded by Ben and Rosella Clausen in 1982. Homesteader Meats has two premium quality meat and gluten-free products, plus Wednesday is Seniors Day at Homesteader Meats. Seniors 55 and over save 10% off regular prices. Single portions are available in most items, including pierogies and sausages, and are half-pound packages off ground beef, ground pork, stew meat, and meat pies. Everything from Erlatum to Patties is at Homesteader Meats in two locations, College Heights and Park Hill Center. Learn to love your smile again at Dirt Denture Center. Dirt Denture Center offers a full range of denture services from partial dentures to complete dentures. Same day repairs are also available. Dirt Denture Center is located on the third floor of the Victoria Medical Building with easy elevator access. Come in for a free complimentary consultation. No referral required. For help with your existing set or if you need new, Dirt Denture Center Center in the Victoria Medical Building, call 250-562-6638. Forecast from Environment Canada, a mix of sun and cloud today, clearing early this afternoon. Wind from the north at 20, a high of minus 13, a wind chill to minus 25. Clear tonight, north winds dusting to 40, a low of minus 23, a wind chill to minus 33 with a risk of frostbite. For Thursday, sunny, increasing cloudiness late in the afternoon. North winds becoming light early in the morning, a high of minus 15, an afternoon wind chill to minus 21 with a risk of frostbite. This is After 9 on Prince George's Community Station, 93.1 CFIS-FM. Your Prince George Spruce Kings have been a staple in our community for over 50 years. Your Spruce Kings are currently seeking volunteers for game day operations. A variety of roles are available, including ticket scanning, ushering, and operating different booths throughout the arena. Volunteering gets you a free ticket to any game you work and a 10% discount at the merchandise store. To volunteer with your Prince George Spruce Kings, email info at sprucekings.bc.ca or call 250-564-1747. Man, are those Oilers ever playing well. Oh, Reg, I can't believe you said it. <laughs> I now, I'll beat you in the that being said, <laughs> That being said, I love the fact that the Canucks go back east and they beat the Rangers yep. and the <laughs> so on the road to boom, boom, boom. Because I was really worried when when they went into Madison Square Garden. I'm thinking, okay, mm-hmm. Canucks have been doing really well. This is where they'll usually in the be West. Be. Yep. But a lot of those Eastern teams are pretty tough. So the East it was definitely is, is not as strong as, as the West is this year. Yeah, that's say. one thing yeah. I've noticed is sure. there's a huge gap when you look at the. Uh, NHL standings league-wise, yeah. you'll see that once you get out of the top echelon, it's a whole bunch of Eastern teams and then a bunch of Western teams because there's some competition. There's some real battles for yeah. playoff spots in the in the uh, East that you're not going to see in the West. Speaking of, speaking of battles, uh, this weekend, our Prince George Cougars will always like to give them a mm-hmm. little pumpity-do. Um, 19th and 20th, Friday, Saturday, against yeah. Portland. Also a very good team. I think we both have 10 losses. Cougars are ahead because they played a couple more games. Ah. But uh, Portland's a very, very good team. Uh, so that's this Friday. Saturday night is Indigenous night. 
Yeah. Few, yeah, a few events going on. We talked about they're, they're wearing their specially the designed special, jerseys. Yep. And apparently on Saturday night, there's also a guaranteed 50,000, 50-50, another one of those. So oh, those okay. are always big events. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So night's going to be nice. Get on out, support the team, and, and, and as usual, you know, bring your A-game Cougars. Yeah, well, with Portland in town, I'm sure yeah. they'll be. I'm going to that game they'll they'll be, on Friday night. They'll be loaded for bear. Let's go, PG Cougars. Exactly. Um, now, the Spruce Kings starting yes. to look uh, better than they had Coming since on, since doing that trade for that goaltender. Little goaltender. And they're chugging along. And who? What, what are they doing next? Let's bring that up. BCHL. I forgot that we we often talk about this, and and uh, you don't always have our, the prep. Our sure. <laughs> <laughs> While we're looking that up, I could well, mention the UNBC Timberwolves. Oh, exciting. Rough weekend. Oh, they were in exciting. Regina. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they lost. Uh, both the men and women lost both games yeah. in, in Regina against the University of Regina. Uh, or, uh, yeah, University of Regina uh, over the weekend. Yeah. Uh, things don't get easier for them. They come home, but Friday and Saturday, it's uh, UBC. Oh, always tough. Yeah, always a tough team. Uh, so both Friday and Saturday. Interesting note on Friday. I, I'm not sure why, but the the women's game is at noon, and then the men's game is at six. So both games quite a bit earlier than they normally would have on uh, on a and Friday. My daughter goes up to those games. She enjoys the atmosphere. It's a lot of yeah. fun up there. If you haven't been, if you're looking for some place to take your family, it's it's very inexpensive. The atmosphere is fun. The great athletics, wonderful, you know, good sportsmanship, and 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 the teams obviously are pretty high caliber. So if if you're into into basketball, make sure you get on up there. No, for sure. Yeah, it's uh, it is uh, outside of hockey. It is the game in town. I yeah. think. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. The students really take it to heart and and uh, make a, a super fun atmosphere in there. Yeah. So my computer does not want to work here. Well, let's talk about. If you've got a home-based business and you're looking for something to promote your events in, coming up on the 10th, um, there's another Valentine's Day Bazaar. It's the second annual one oh, getting okay. put on at the, at the uh, Roller Dome. Um, normal normal events, food, kids events, mm-hmm. but they're still looking for vendors, booths, that kind of stuff. Um, you can give, uh, what am I here, Diane, D-Y-A-N-N-E dot Libert, L-Y-B-B-E-R-T, at gmail.com. A quick note, reserve a table, book a table, get on down there. Um, promote some of your wares. So those are always super well attended to. Yeah, well, the ones at the Roller Dome, yeah. they always pack them in. Yeah. They are very, very big, and they have them regularly, right? Yeah. That corner, working at Northland Dodge, yeah. that corner has gotten, or that, that whole road. I can't even imagine Prince George before that road was actually put in there, that through road down yes. to the mall. <laughs> it is so busy these days. Well, it's so nice, too. Oh, I, yeah. It's so nice to have that punch through because otherwise it's a long trip around to get to something that's only a couple of blocks away yeah. geographically, right? Yeah, but there's a lot of events going on in that corner with the hockey school at the um, at the golf course in the wintertime that they never had. Mm-hmm. There's always events at the Roller Dome and, of course, the apartments that it put in there, apartments, the hotel, the Montanas. It has gotten very busy at, at yeah. the, the road. So Okay, Cougar, uh, Spruce Kings. Over the weekend, they uh, last weekend they beat Chilliwack four three in overtime. Then they took Saturday off because they had to travel all the way over to Trail from Chilliwack for a Sunday game. And Sunday afternoon they lost in Trail by a score of four one. Next up, this is important for them. 
is they are hosting Salmon Arm. But, but, they got this week off. Oh, the whole week? Yeah, yeah. They're nice. not uh, up against Salmon Arm till the 26th and 27th. So, yeah, they get a, a week off to kind of prep and sort of work on some things, I guess. So that kind of an odd thing in the yeah, right in the middle of the schedule, a week off. Yeah, yeah. Is but, it All Star break? Maybe. Uh, oh, it might be. Yeah, and they yeah, probably, probably got an All Star game, game with some sort. That could going be on. The, the the reason. Uh, they are still last in the interior, but uh, they're trying really hard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, they're one point behind Merritt, so they're they're closing in and three points back of Cranbrook. What is that out of a playoff spot? Uh, I believe, well, there's eight teams in the interior division, so I believe it is a case of all eight teams make the playoffs. Oh, really? I think so. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's only the uh, the coastal division that has nine teams, and, and there's one per one that does not make it. Now, Salmon Arm is actually third in the division, so uh, they'll they'll need to It'll be they'll need that week to prep. For the boys. Get ready, yeah. So get it out, support local. As always, we like mm-hmm. to promote both, both teams. Yeah. Um, oh, we also like to promote our friend Mike McGuire, January 27th. Oh, um, yeah. He's doing his Kinsman stand-up for comedy. I think it's about his 25th annual one that he's done. It's always, been a lot. Always raises money for a good event. Yeah. Down at the Kinsman Place, um, 7770 Kinsman Place, I think it is. 777, yeah. 777. Um, sure. Tickets available at Books um, Books and Company. Mm-hmm. I, and probably any Kinsman member can hook you up. But uh, a really excellent comedian, Dave Nystrom, is headlining the show. Okay. As usual, there'll be some local comedians along with dinner. And they're raising uh, to support. <laughs> it's a funny name. I had to read it twice. What? Uh, for the, they're supporting the North Breast Passage. Oh, right. Dragon Boat. The Dragon Boat yeah. team, yeah. Yeah, so cool. for a super worthy cause. Yeah. So keep that in mind on uh, January 27th. Is your guest here yet? No. What's going on? I don't know. What Did I, you check with her to make sure? I you checked with her on Friday. Oh, this is yeah, yeah. Always got the day before. See, I'm new at this radio. You gotta, you gotta check the day before. Oh no! So you'll have to text her her. quickly. Yeah, and uh, we'll take a break and hope that she can (laughs) get here shortly. If not, we'll just make stuff up. Hi, I'm Darren Guest from Northland Dodge. People hate buying cars. I hate buying cars. If you're holding off buying because you want to deal with a hassle, I'm here to make it easy for you. Northland Dodge has more trucks in stock than we have had in the past three years. Plus, we have a huge assortment of awesome used trucks and SUVs. No pressure, no hard sell. Stop by for a coffee and I'll help you find the vehicle that's right for you. I'm Darren Guest, Northland Dodge, dealer number 30541. There are so many ways to enjoy the great taste of Boston pizza, it's hard to keep track. You can dine in at either Prince George location, Central Street West, or Vance Road. You can order your delicious meal with pickup at either location or arrange it to be delivered hot and fresh. Not sure what to order? Check the menu out online at bostonpizza.com. Boston Pizza, two locations in Prince George on Central Street West and Vance Road. Northern Health is taking actions to continue protecting people, communities, and the health care system this respiratory season by encouraging people in the North aged six months and older to get their COVID-19 and influenza vaccines. Visit getvaccinated.gov.bc.ca to get registered. Invitations will then be sent by email and text message with an invitation link to book your vaccine appointment. If you need help scheduling your vaccines, call 1-833-838-2323. Visit northernhealth.ca for 
clinic information in your community. You're listening to After 9 on Prince George's Community Station, 93.1 CFIS-FM. We're back. I hate it when you, I know you hate it you're, when I say that, right? I like to say it because it just puts a little urgency. You could have, you could have just said, hey, I know. guess hey, who showed up? We're here. <laughs> Our guest is here. We're excited. We're excited. Um, please welcome uh, Corporal Jennifer Cooper. Hello. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. I know you're, you are media relations RCMP? Uh, media relations officer, yeah. Officer, is that for, I'm going to ask a lot of dumb questions because nope. I'm a curious type and I like to know the inside out a lot of things, okay? Um, so is that for Northern BC, Prince Just George for area? Prince George. Just for yeah. Prince George. So does every um, every RCMP office have its own media relations? It depends on the size of the detachment, uh, if they can support that level of personnel. Right. Um, if they're smaller detachments, many of them can't support undedicated media yeah. relations officers. So um, then we have our district media relations officers. So in our area, that's Madonna Saunderson. Corporal Saunderson works out of the North District Building on 5th and Aspica. Oh, okay. And so, so she looks after some of our smaller detachments here in the North. Yep. Awesome. Well, welcome. We brought you down today. Um, I ran into you at my, at my place of work, and I know that you were, and I heard you chatting about a recruitment drive that is going on. That's correct. On January 26th, we have proactive recruiting coming up to hold an information session here in Prince George. So proactive, obviously, we know what proactive means, but what does proactive for the RCMP mean? What What's different about what you normally have done? They are dedicated recruiting officers for BC. So they head out and uh, are on top of all of the um, policies and requirements and kind of have kind of more knowledge about um, like per length of time for an application yeah. and they'll follow you through the application process. So here in the North, I'm kind of a recruiting officer to get people started, but the in-depth um, recruiting knowledge and following you through the process. That's our proactive recruiting team. So, Because I, I know in the past, um, people that are, are interested in, in a career in the force Typically, the process starts. I'm talking out of Prince George. The process kind of starts online. Any in any more formal interviews, anything else like that? Would you would have to go down? You'd have to go to a, a bigger city for those interviews to get done. Is that what I'm understanding? Nope. No. No. Nope. Just uh, the process is involved. It takes yes. anywhere from six months to two years to get through our application process. To get through the actual application process. Yes. Yeah. To have everything go through. So um, they have sped things up. Most of our applicants are getting through in I think six to nine months. But depending on how um, complicated an application you have, how many avenues have to be kind of invested. Investigated, um, for example, and just so people aren't worrying, I had a lot of part-time jobs as a youth, yeah. and as a teen, and as a young adult trying to put myself through university. I had a ton of part-time jobs, and they have to talk to all of your previous employers for the last 10 years. Really? So they, that in depth, yeah. took an extensive period of time yeah. for them to go through that because I had just kind of bounced from job to job going through university like some well, of us for do. Sure. So um, just depending, that's the sort of thing I'm, I'm talking about when I can say, I say it can take a little bit longer. Uh, to go through some people's applications. So um, yeah. I can't follow you through the recruiting process. I can help get you started, show you where to go online, give you lots of good information, right. um, that sort of thing. But I don't have any access once you're actually in the process. Our proactive recruiting team is the one They're that the has... the ones that take over your, yeah. you your own kind of a caseworker, would that be our case officer that, that's yes. looking after you? Yes, they have your, own, co your yeah. own contact kind of, and, and that's what our proactive recruiting team does is help people throughout the process, um, whereas I just kind of am the one to get you started. Get you started, give you a little push yeah. through the door. So if I'm asking you questions that you're not familiar with, just tell me to stop talking. Um, but maybe on, 
give someone pretend someone's knows nothing about the RCMP. Um, they're in, they've suddenly their interest is peaked and they'd like to get into the force. Someone off the street. What's the first step that you have to do? First step would probably uh, be come inside the detachment, give a chat with myself, um, and see if you've got all of the qualifications met. So some of the things that we need are a grade 12 graduation or equivalent. Okay. Um, you need to be 19. Yeah. Um, so we have lots of interested high school students who have to kind of wait a little bit. Make sure that you have your full driver's license, or at least by the time that you are heading to depot, you'll have your full driver's license. So if you still have your novice, you might have to look at finally taking that right. test and um some of our permanent or our, our international um students who are working on their permanent residency with the there is a residency requirement so we have to well, you know talk that about sense. that as yeah. well so yeah would you help them at all through does that help i don't mean this in a in, in a bad way but but if, if someone is applying as one a permanent resident and two they're also applying to get into the rcmp does that help with the permanent residency at all does it say I don't, I'm not no, because sure you have to have your residency requirement before, you, before you. you can go forward in the process. So they can't be kind of at the same time. One has to come before the I other. I got you. So I've applied online. I've met the requirements. Uh, I get a call. What's the next step for me? Next steps are going to be, um, there'll be physical and medical exams, oh. and eye exams. <laughs> and so those are all paid for by the yeah. RCMP. Um, but you do have to go through some of those. Um, there's a psychological test, some interviews that you have to go through. Um, and, uh, but, uh, and an, it's not an aptitude test anymore. Right. It's a, like, a um, what do they call it online now? An assessment. An assessment. Yes. So you yes. go online and you do an assessment that you can do from home now. Well, aptitude is very judgmental. We can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> so can this all be done online? Can this be done from the comfort of, of Prince George? The assessment can be Up done online. Yeah. You're given a code, uh, your, your own unique code uh, to go and log into the website and do your assessment online. Yeah. And then from there, depending on what resources you have, most of everything can be done here locally in Prince George. Excellent. So... Following that, if, if, let's just pretend that's tier one. What's the next step? Okay, fine. We, you look like you're a good candidate for us. You've met all of our requirements. What's step two? Um, step two is heading to depot. That's it. So once, yeah, once yeah. you've met, gone through the application process, which, like I said, does take time because there's a sure. a, a large information packet that you have to fill out, um, and then there's an in-depth security um, check that kind of looks at all of your background, and uh, you know we do some neighborhood inquiries and talk yeah. to some friends and relatives and yeah. make sure what you say uh, on your application kind of tracks with what they tell us about you. And if all of that checks out, then you're off to our training facility in Regina, Saskatchewan. Where would be the um, physical test along that route? The physical abilities test, actually, yeah. now that I'm thinking about it, happens at the training center. It used to be a requirement um, previously that you did beforehand. Yeah. And now we've moved it so your physical abilities test comes in your first week at the training facility. At the I don't mean this in a bad way, but I, I guess when you're talking to someone or w when the officers are talking to people throughout the process, they can kind of see if someone might be physically suited for the job. Not not even. No. We, we are very upfront with people yeah. and say it's a physically demanding job. 
and uh, you know you are expected to be able to um, run up to five kilometers, I believe it is, during the training yep. at depot. Um, so you know if you have a good idea of that in mind, there's there's all sorts of physical abilities, not tests, but um, training that you go through. So you know if we give people a good picture and and yeah. you can get yourself prepped ahead of time, we're not looking for any specific. Uh, Shira or Hulk. Right. <laughs> no, there's, right? there's all, there's all, all body kinds. styles out there these days. So, you know, as long as uh, you think you can make it through, but, yeah. you know, people have to realize that uh, being an RCMP officer it can be a physically demanding job as well, and there could be a certain amount of... Um, you know, physical force that's necessary throughout our job. So, and that's part of a big part of the training when you go out there is learning how to, um, you know, fight in different types of styles. We do kind of a judo style, um, training and ground fighting. And, and so you have to kind of be prepared for that as well. Okay. We're going to take a quick break. This is, I love this stuff. Um, we'll be back after next break. Registration is now open for the BC Indigenous Swimming Development Camp. The two-day camp is being held March 23rd and 24th at the Quinell Recreation Centre in Quinell. Indigenous youth ages 10 through 18 from all levels of the sport are invited to participate. Registration and full details are available through the Indigenous Sport, Physical Activity and Recreation Council's website at ispark.ca. The registration deadline for the BC Indigenous Swimming Development Camp is March 19th. Bingo players in Prince George, listen up. Starting on January 30, Chet TV and CFIS FM will be partnering up to host one weekly bingo every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Cards will only be sold at CFIS FM's office located at 1299 3rd Avenue. Join us every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on YouTube as we play three combination games. You must be 19 years plus to play. Know your limit and stay within it. Charitable gambling license 146929. The Seniors Resource Centre has plenty of programs and support services for those 55 plus. An affordable lunch can be delivered through Meals on Wheels, non-medical needs can be covered through Better at Home, and the Housing and Community Navigator can help locate housing and other valuable resources. Call 250-564-5888 for more information, or stop by the Prince George Council Seniors Resource Centre between 9 and 3, Monday through Friday at 1335th Avenue. Forecast from Environment Canada, a mix of sun and cloud today, clearing early this afternoon. Winds from the north at 20, a high of minus 13, a wind chill to minus 25. Clear tonight, north winds dusting to 40, a low of minus 23, a wind chill to minus 33 with a risk of frostbite. For Thursday, sunny, increasing cloudiness late in the afternoon, north winds becoming light early in the morning, a high of minus 15, an afternoon wind chill to minus 21 with a risk of frostbite. Keeping you up to date on current news and events in and around Prince George. This is After 9 on 93.1 CFIS-FM. We are having a very, very interesting discussion with Corporal Jennifer Cooper, uh, Media Relations Officer, look at mm-hmm. me, um, for the RCMP and the, and the RCMP branch. Um, there's currently, um, coming up on January 26th, we've got some, remind me what they're called again. We've got proactive recruiting. Proactive recruiting. Uh, we'll have some people in town that you can personally talk to. They can sit down with almost like your own personal counselor and get a little bit of information on, on joining the force. Is that the right term? Yep. For joining the force. Yep. Um, get some information on using it as a career, maybe some other opportunities within. No, proactive recruiting will be specifically talking about if you are interested in becoming a police officer. Okay. Yep. Specifically, be- I o- and I always see that there is... Um, there's always recruitment going on for dispatchers too. That's correct. Yes, but they hold their own information sessions because right. that is a very um, specific and niche kind of job. Yeah. And I couldn't begin to tell you. <laughs> oh, 
all the ins and outs of that job. So is that they a have contract position or is that an RCMP position? It is a public service uh, position. Public service. Yeah. Okay. I have an aunt an, or an aunt and a, and a, a cousin who's, who did, who's been doing that down in Vancouver and, and uh, oh, wow. Penticton for 30 years, 40 years. And they love it. It's, it's an amazing job. It is also a very interesting oh, I can part imagine. of being a first responder. Yeah. Um, I go up there and the multitasking that those people can do up there is unbelievable. Yeah. I watch TV. I know what they do on there. <laughs> <laughs> some of the some of the things that they have to encounter. Yeah. And now, of course, with the prevalence of, um, I guess, social media and and access to other areas, sometimes you hear some of these nine one one calls that come in. We I, get some. Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. You got head guys come calling. You hear calls people to complain that the pizza was cold and I need a pizza. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, these people maybe are in a little bit different state than you and I, but uh. that's still, like, the, the amount of, of wasted energy that I can imagine that goes into some of those calls like could be so directed in, in a much more useful way. So if you think to anybody out there, if there's an event going on and, and you don't need emergency RCMP, don't call 911. No, Be an do. adult. Handle it yourself. Call the non-care helpline or non-emergency the line. The non-emergency line. Yeah. yeah, we do have the non-emergency line. And, you know, here in Prince George, we're fortunate it's staffed 24-7. Yeah. Um, so you can always give that one a call if you don't think that it immediately warrants a 911 call. Because that could that should be used for, um, you know, specifically ongoing emergencies. Yeah. Like right now it's yeah. happening. In my whole life, in my whole time on this earth, I've called the non-emergency line once in my life. And that was it. I was following someone. I know he was bouncing off a curbs and stuff driving and that's the only time i ever call but it just amazes me i hear people talk oh i called 911 about this and i called about that how are you i don't understand some people but that's that's my (laughs) common theme with life is i don't understand some people well the problem is uh, not really understanding the word emergency emergency yes exactly so you've been a, a member for 12 years 12 years yesterday. And you're, oh, 12, congratulations. Thank you. Do you get a pin, a badge, anything? A, a sense of self-accomplishment. Oh, <laughs> That's wonderful. <laughs> How did you, what was your uh, mindset when you got into it? Were you, did you always grow up wanting to be in the force? Was it something that came on later in life for you? How did that come about for you? No, for me, it was definitely a later in life decision. I was already two years through my teaching degree uh, down in the lower mainland, and uh, that was becoming very costly. I had some friends who were police officers and uh, made it sound like a really fun job. So I thought, oh, whatever, I'll throw my application in and see what happens. And it still took a while, but they accepted me in, and I've never looked back. Yeah. Uh, Didn't really know what I was getting myself into, and when they told me I was going to uh, Terrace, that was my first posting. Yeah. Um, I had to look that up on a look map because I'd never heard of it before and yeah. I didn't know there was province past Prince George, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> it was actually just a veer off your initial, you were going to be a teacher and then you became a police officer. So kind of the same thing, really. Oh, really? Yes, <laughs> yes exactly. <laughs> you know, uh, controlling students, controlling non-students. I know that back in the day, many, many years ago, when you, when you first graduated from depot, they would not place you in your hometown. Is that a, a rumor? Is that no? Correct? That's correct. Yeah, that's correct. Um, but these days, in an effort to up recruitment, they've laxed. You know, not laxed, but they've changed some of the recruitment. Um, they, some of the guidelines. So you can get placed right out of the depot back into your hometown, or do you do a placing somewhere else? for a little bit to get back to where you want to be? How does that work? Well, right now, we're actually really excited. We're um, 
we have a program here in BC that is is running right now. So if you're from BC and you want to come back to BC, they're guaranteeing that you will come back. Um, They likely will not place you in your hometown where you came from just because um, it's nice for you to get kind of an idea of of policing without the influence from what you may have, you know, friends, family, acquaintances that have known you, you know, for an extended period of time. It's nice to kind of get that fresh start. Mm -hmm. Um, But once you're in BC, then after you've served your, your amount of time at your first posting, then you can try and apply to get back to where it is that you were, um, you know, from originally. So if Uh, that's what you want, I always thought I'd go back to the lower mainland and I'm not going back to the lower mainland. So here we are. Once you're here, that was it. You're like, yeah, I really actually like Prince George. Yeah, I don't mind the North and, uh, you know, I've got kids now and family and you kind of get, get comfortable where you are, but um, some people like to move around as well, or some people are dead set on getting back to where they came from. Yeah. So, do they also have? I'm just throwing out rumors that I hear. I know. Um, is there something to the event that you can get placed in a, a like a, a destination that is not very popular? Say Nunavut. Uh, do a couple years in Nunavut, come back, get placed. You have your choice of kind of placings. They give you a little bit more flexibility. and I only want to be in the Okanagan, which is popular. A little bit more, yeah. If you go to one of our more isolated posts, you definitely get a priority placing after um, serving your time in that priority post. So a lot of our... um, more remote, like most remote um, places yeah. are considered um, isolated posts. So a lot of the, the cities in our territories and in the northern parts of all the all of the provinces, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. We don't count as that. <laughs> We're not that north. Thank God. We're not north enough. So what was the one thing when you entered the RCMP, you had a preconceived notion. Um, what's the one thing that you were really wrong about? That I was really wrong about? Um... That is a really, that is a head scratcher. Oh, I don't want to put you on the spot. No, no, you know what? Um, you know, I grew up, I grew up very sheltered. I'm yeah. not afraid to admit it. I grew up in a nice little bubble, um, where, you know, people <laughs> were, uh, nice and respectable and, and, uh, learning the, variety variety of, variety people, of yeah. people that make up our communities, right? Yeah. Um, just kind of seeing what's out there. That was definitely more eye-opening for me um, coming from the lower mainland and, and then coming to some more remote communities and seeing the differences of how, how people live. Not good, bad, or indifferent. Just, just the differences yeah, of how people live. Where was your was first post? Terrace. Terrace. Oh, right. Yeah. Sorry, my bad. You did so, say that. Also seeing the different topography of BC. I'd never seen mountains and rivers yeah. like like they have up here. Yeah. 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 Have you been out there doing it all in cer- various searches of sorts out in the river? You know what? I All that stuff? In my first year of policing, I think I did a, uh, we helped search and rescue in Terrace um, looking for a lost hiker. And I had never seen forest like that before i remember walking on a log and all of a sudden the log expands over a ravine and it's hundreds of feet down i was thinking oh my goodness where's where's my paved path (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna get back we've got a little one more break and uh we'll be back with uh corporal jennifer cooper perfect check out creative space sunday at two rivers gallery use string as a cool and creative way to paint with pulled string art this Sunday afternoon at 1, featuring a new activity each week, Creative Space Sunday is free for members with a nominal fee for non-members. It's a drop-in event with no registration required. Come by yourself, with your family, or with friends to Pulled String Art, the next Creative Space Sunday, 1 o'clock this Sunday afternoon at Two Rivers Gallery, where creativity flows in Canada Games Plaza. There are so many ways to enjoy the great taste of Boston pizza, it's hard to keep track. 
You can dine in at either Prince George location, Central Street West or Vance Road. You can order your delicious meal with pickup at either location or arrange it to be delivered hot and fresh. Not sure what to order? Check the menu out online at bostonpizza.com. Boston Pizza, two locations in Prince George on Central Street West and Vance Road. Are you a leader who wants to take their leadership to the next level? Do you have an emerging leader on your team who needs support? At Pivot Leader, our Leaders in Business program combines leadership training with one-on-one coaching to help leaders just like you. You'll learn how to deal with people better, handle conflict, hire and keep staff, delegate more effectively, read financial statements, and learn coaching skills to move your team along. There's a less stressful way to improve your outcomes. We can show you how. If you'd like to be a better leader, reach out to us today at pivotleader.com. Pivot Leader will help you grow, train, and sell your business. Eat healthy and fresh at Homesteader Meats, founded by Ben and Rosella Clausen in 1982. Homesteader Meats has two premium quality meat and gluten-free products, plus Wednesday is Seniors Day at Homesteader Meats. Seniors 55 and over save 10% off regular prices. Single portions are available in most items, including pierogies and sausages, and are half-pound packages off ground beef, ground pork, stew meat, and meat pies. Everything from Erlatum to Patties is at Homesteader Meats in two locations, College Heights and Park Hill Center. It's after 9 on Prince George's Community Station, 93.1 CFIS-FM. During the break, we are having a little conversation, and something else came up regarding other positions within the force. Um, of course, we've got our members. We've talked about dispatch, which is a separate entity, but they're always hiring. People are saying, oh, I can't find a job. Apply at dispatch. It pays well. Uh, you, obviously, it's you have to be a certain type of person for the multitasking to handle the stress to be able to uh, i mean people's people's lives are at risk at that position so i, I imagine is there an interview process for that or a there, psychological process both yeah for, for both hey yeah so that's for dispatch what other you mentioned um criminal analyst as a um a civilian position that's correct yeah within the RCMP or is that a con how does that work no actually here in Prince George so every town it's going to work out a little bit differently yeah. but here in Prince George our criminal analyst position is a city of Prince George uh, spot so many of our support services at our detachment are right. staffed by um, city employees oh I got you um, okay. but other detachments those are public service or civilian member positions so um, contracted through um, like the government of Canada yeah. So besides the criminal analyst aspect of it, you mentioned other um, support services. What would those be? We have so many wonderful staff that work for us that help us out. So um, we have records staff that kind of help us maintain our electronic and paper filing records. And they are the ones that go over and kind of make sure that we've, uh, in our detachment, they go over and help us make sure that all of our file work is in order and that we've got all of our uh, electronic documents uh, attached the way that we're supposed to and kind of maintain the records on kind of on the the back end of that guy yeah we have a tech unit um so all sorts of um wonderful people that help our um kind of go through our video surveillance yeah. if we need it um take still images or kind of clean things up they can help us with audio files IT, um, yeah definitely big it spots there and um you know uh our general investigative section has a whole team that helps them specifically keep their records because uh, their files are so oh, uh, yeah. large when they get through them. So they have a whole team of people that help them um, maintain the electronic portions of the file and help them help them in that regard. Uh, we have our front desk staff that kind of help people coming in looking for criminal record checks yeah, or wanting to talk to times. police. Yeah. yeah. 
So, uh, and our community policing unit and our, vol- our victim services unit are also staffed by um, city employees. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought community policing was a volunteer position. Uh, okay. There are volunteer positions within community policing, but our community yeah. policing coordinator is a city city staff. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned the records and, and the notes. I can't even imagine. I, I've seen police reports and I've seen like the detail that goes into even a traffic stop mm-hmm. is is amazing people don't maybe people don't understand but even when you when you write up a ticket for somebody you've probably put in what a page of notes for this one ticket just in case someone decides they want to go to court and fight it you have to have your facts That's kind right. of in a row when you yeah. go to court you know buddy was wearing a red coat he passed him up passed me on the car i saw the red coat i approached the car he was still wearing the red coat i know it was the the person driving so on and so on the the records and the notes are are so intense. It's it's amazing. I don't know how you do it. Uh, well, that's part of the training. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and and you learn on the job as well. I've yeah. gone back and uh, looked in my notes and and decided that my shorthand was too short, and now I can't remember what I abbreviated anymore. <laughs> so I've had to parse that's through like my it. Writing but, for my notes here. Yeah. So I've had to parse through my notes. Um, but you kind of learn on the job what details you're going to need to write yeah. down and and what sorts of things there you need to help jog your memory and right. and write things. They teach you shorthand, obviously. A depot. They sure do not. Yeah. No. Oh no. Oh, no. Okay. So you come up with your own. You form. come up. Everybody's notes look different. Got, yeah. You know, I look at some people's notes and I think, wow, that's so detailed, or wow, that's yeah. you know organized differently than I do it. Um, and you know, sometimes in the flurry of things, you shorten. Shorten words or shorten sentences, and then you what have to go back again here? and go, gee, in the heat of the moment, that made sense, but in the <laughs> cold light of day, this yeah. is looking a little sparse now. <laughs> That's funny. Um, so we've got a recruitment coming up the 26th, 27th. If you want to get involved, if you're interested in a career in the forces, contact, give me a couple names or a number. Uh, you can go on our website actually website. later today and okay. all of the information will be up there. You do have to pre-register for the event. Okay. So that's important. Come with ID handy. Show up about 15 minutes early. The information session on the 26th run, uh, starts at 7.30 p.m. So show up between 7 and 7.15 so we can get you logged in. And the location is? At the detachment, the Prince George City Detachment on 4th and Victoria. Fourth and Victoria. Oh, perfect. Okay. Yeah. So head on down there. Um, if you're interested in the career, I... I I was telling uh, uh, Jennifer that when I was younger, uh, 20, 21, I was uh, interested in, in applying for the, the only requirement I really passed at the time was the over six feet. <laughs> I, I had no physical ability. I had no um, high school or university degree, which they required at the time. It was very stringent. I basically got through the first interview, and, and even the test I wrote was about three hours long. I don't know if it's the exact same now, but I never got a call it back. Is, it is not anymore, and it's even changed since I went through. So. Yeah. So if you're intimidated by by that by those sort of things, don't be. It's a, it's a very informal this process or the start of it is is informal come on down get a bit of information maybe it's for you maybe it's not but at least you know moving forward you'll you'll know where you're at exactly awesome thanks Um, very much anything else yeah anything else you want to cover with us you're you're good you're happy i am happy and everybody's purchased their tickets to the sirens cup happening on the 27th talk to me about that yes the sirens cup is the police versus firefighter game that's the hockey game that's happening here in town what annual is this Second annual. Right, that's what I thought. I thought it was a new event. And if I remember right, police won Nostra? No. Oh, boo. The firefighters won <laughs> how was it, How was it attended last year? <laughs> we had an amazing attendance yeah. and uh, nearly sold out, so we're hoping to get those numbers sold again out this year. At nearly. At Copar? At Copar. Yeah. Yep. 
So tickets are available. Did you mention that? Tickets are available at the Spruce Kings website. At uh, the Spruce Kings website. So support it. Come on down. Support your first responders. Have some fun. And That's uh, right. And it's also double header. So for the price of one ticket, you get two hockey games, the police versus fire game at 3.30. And at 6 o'clock, the Spruce Kings have their own uh, their own game. Against oh. Arm. Yeah. Oh, and that's all included. Yep. It Excellent. Is. Yes. Well, there you go. Two for one. What a deal. There you go. That's our show. Thank you so much for coming down. No problem. Thank We've you. Really nice chatting with you. Okay. So one last thing before we leave, and that's our uh, insight of the oh, day. This is day. unknown source, but uh, they once said, uh, people who shine from within need don't need the spotlight. That's Ooh. why I'm on the radio more than I should be. <laughs> okay, You're don't forget, tomorrow right? tomorrow morning, live from the Resource Center uh, for After 9 with Trudy Clausen. After 9 is a weekday presentation of CFIS-FM. After 9 is produced by Alan Wishart, Eric Allen, Kylie Lewis-Holt, Darren Guess, Trudy Clausen, and Rez Krebs. Executive producer is Reg Fair with technical assistance from Stephen Smith. Theme music is by The Ebbs. Listen for a rebroadcast of today's program tonight at 10. And for past shows, check out the archives link at CFISFM.com.